Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult age 21 and older who dips, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo Zero pouches. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. All proudly made here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. All right, here we go. It is a Friday before the Super Bowl, and we are loaded live in Los Angeles. It's the herd. Wherever you may be and however you may be listening, thanks for making us part of your day. One hour from now, my Super Bowl pick and why Greg Olson will stop by one hour from now. J-Mac, a lot of talk. Game manager is the term being floated around by everybody this week. Your guy, Purdy. My guy, Mahomes. Actually, my guy, Lamar Jackson's not in the playoffs. We'll get to that in a second. So, um... Feeling better and better about the Niners pick, Coward. You I'm, see something like 75 analysts have picked a game, and it's like 75% of them are on the Chiefs? I'd love to be Doesn't there, mean they're wrong. All right, we start with this. I saw, I saw this this morning. This has kind of made me laugh. <laughs> Headline, why Patrick Mahomes is more of a game manager than Brock Purdy. Oh, boy. Um, okay, let's just pretend Patrick Mahomes and Purdy are both game managers. Even if it's true, Mahomes is a different type of game manager. And I'll give you an example. Mahomes, he's doing what he can as a game manager to put his young offense in the best position to win, and they still led the NFL in drops. But he's putting his team in the best position he can to do the most they possibly can despite their shortcomings. It's the opposite. In San Francisco, Kyle Shanahan and that offensive roster is doing all they can to elevate Brock Purdy. 
So even if they're both using the same term, game manager, there's a very different implementation with this. Mahomes is guiding and babysitting a team that entered the season without a number one receiver and arguably no number two. I mean, look at Mahomes' numbers down the field this year. His deep throw numbers have plummeted. Did he forget how to throw a deep ball? Does he no longer want to throw a deep ball? No, there's nobody to throw it to. His deep ball numbers have disappeared. Drops have exploded. You see a thread here? It's the wide receiver group. And he's doing all he can as a game manager to just sort of babysit and guide their way. We always said with our babysitter, don't call us unless the house is on fire. He's just trying to make sure the house isn't on fire in that offense. They're struggling to score. It's not the same with Purdy. They're the only team in the NFL, San Francisco, with a pro bowler at running back, wide receiver, tight end, and left tackle. They're the only one. I think there's an argument this is the greatest group of offensive talent at key positions ever. Trent Williams, left tackle, first ballot Hall of Fame. Running back McCaffrey, best in a generation. George Kittle, Hall of Famer, first ballot. Debo Samuel, without question, the hardest, most unique wide receiver talent, the best chess piece in the league. And oh, by the way, Brandon Ayuk, way to go John Lynch, GM. PFF had him as the number two receiver this year. All bonded by Kyle Shanahan. Considered, along with Andy Reid, the best play designer and caller in the NFL. Yes, okay, oh, I give, you're right. They're both game managers. But it's a completely different assignment. Mahomes is doing everything he can to take this meager unit where Rasheed Rice now has sort of become a one, kind of. We're disappointed in Watson. We're disappointed in Sky Moore. Tony, he doesn't even get a play. They brought him over. That won't end. He'll be gone after the season. So if you gave Mahomes the San Francisco offensive people, this is a 15-point spread. You give him to Purdy with Mahomes' lack of valuable, dependable weekly assets, two-point spread. And also this year, Kansas City is so limited that Mahomes has to be their number two rusher. We never thought of him that way. I mean, Lamar, Josh Allen, those guys rush for a lot of yards. Cam Newton in his prime. We don't look at Mahomes as that guy. Jalen Hurts, maybe. He's been forced to be the number two rusher. And he also, because they can't win shootouts anymore in Kansas City because they just don't have the firepower, he's had to limit his mistakes, especially in the playoff games where he set an NFL record for not making any. I think this year has been one of the greats for Mahomes. He's graduated to a different class, limiting the mistakes on a completely limited, not roster, roster's excellent, wide receiver group. Steve Young, Hall of Famer, talked about it on this show earlier this week. I think that Patrick Mahomes is absolutely graduated this year you can see the maturity in that you know what i don't actually even have to put the quarterback role on i can just hand it off i can just drop it off i always said it's the challenge of running a jackhammer one play when you run around stiff armor defensive lineman make a big pass or sideline or run downfield and then the next play you got to play the violin i have watched patrick mahomes go from i just want to put a superman cape on that's all i want to do i'm awesome at it 
and now realizing, oh my gosh, that's not enough Superman plays to go win championships. I want to talk now about Lamar Jackson. He won his second MVP. He's 27 years old. Doesn't it feel like after losing to Kansas City, there's, there's a real narrative now that he's become a can't-win-the-Super-Bowl guy? Has anybody considered that it's maybe more about Kansas City's defense, which made Mike McDaniel, Tyreek Hill, and Tua completely inept a month ago and held Josh Allen to a 77 passer rating? The Kansas City defense faced nine elite quarterbacks this year, and not once did they allow a three to be the first number on what they scored. No team scored over 30. In Baltimore, between that bizarre game plan where they refused to run it and Kansas City's defense, Lamar didn't move the chains much. But this Lamar Jackson can't win the Super Bowl thing is kind of interesting to me. In the last nine Super Bowls, six have been won by Mahomes and Brady. It doesn't appear many people can win the Super Bowl. The other, an old Peyton Manning and Matt Stafford. Uh, I'll throw you the Nick Foles weird year, but it doesn't appear many people can win the Super Bowl. And I would just caution this. A lot of times when I hear the can't-do-things label, it's because there's an all-time roadblock. Take the PGA golfers during that 12-year Tiger Woods run. The great golfers, were they incapable of winning majors? Or was it a Tiger Woods thing where he was hitting consistently 32-foot putts, hitting six irons, 280 yards out of the rough? Were the golfers incapable of winning? Uh, By the way, Carl Malone, John Stockton, incapable of a title? Or was it a Michael Jordan thing? Were all those teams in the East incapable of getting to the Eastern Conference Finals for a decade? Or was it a LeBron thing? Call me crazy, but I'm, I'm not going to bail on the most athletic quarterback in the NFL at 27 years old. Was Leonardo DiCaprio not a great actor? You know, he was nominated for the first time in 93. He didn't win for 22 years. Was it a Leonardo DiCaprio can't act thing or a Jeremy Irons, Denzel, Tom Hank, Philip Seymour Hoffman thing? Whenever I hear about guy can't win, she can't, well, what's the, what's the obstacle? Martin Scorsese, arguably the greatest director of all time, didn't win his first until he was 64. Could he not direct? Or were there other directors out there? Globally, Europe has them too, that we're putting out great stuff. So I don't necessarily buy that. Michael Jordan, yes, one of the advantages to my gray hair is I watched Jordan unable, forget winning championships, he couldn't get to the finals because he couldn't beat Boston, Bird, and McHale and the bad boy Pistons for six years. And when he finally broke through, He was 28. Lamar will turn that next year. Here was Lamar last night winning it at NFL Honors. I want to thank my organization, you know, Baltimore Ravens, for, you know, finally getting this deal done. Um, (laughs) um, Shout out to Eric, you know, shout out to Steve, Coach Harbaugh, you know, the whole, the whole unit. My offense, man, my offensive line, man, I can't thank them enough for what they've done. 
Um, I'm not out there blocking, you know, catching the ball, you know, uh, doing everything. You know, it's my team. It's a team thing, you know, for these awards. And, you know, I want to thank my family at home. For the record, Josh Allen just this year finally got a star running back. Justin Herbert, it appears, finally got a legitimate coach. Lamar Jackson, for the first time in six years, finally got an elite wide receiver. I love Mahomes, but he landed in the NFL with a Pro Bowl left tackle, Mitchell Schwartz, the fastest player on the planet, Tyreek Hill at wide receiver, Travis Kelsey, a general manager capable of rebuilding O-lines, defenses, and receiving cores in a year. I've seen him do it three times. And Andy Reid. Where you land matters. Sometimes it takes a while for Jordan to get a Pippen, for Tiger to get the right caddy, for people to get the right coach. I'm not bailing on Lamar. He's 27, and I've seen it too many times. The knock on Peyton Manning, if you remember early, he couldn't beat Brady. In the end, he started winning some of those matchups in the AFC. All right, J-Mac, very excited. 45 minutes from now, my pick and Greg Olson. Uh, you have your pick. We also have a Brock Pretty Blind resume game. Yeah. I, I had I I don't get to see it. I don't have any idea. Very excited. The staff does not. Usually, I have a sense of what will be on the screen. Occasionally, once a month, we play a game. I have no idea what it's going to look it's gonna like. It's going to be fun. So I'm either the you know that probably means they're trying to embarrass me. <laughs> Quite a staff support staff I have here. Hey, uh, by the way, uh, our guest today, Baldinger, yeah. has an incredible breakdown online of Lamar Jackson struggling versus Spagnolo. Basically, he did a cover zero blitz, but then the guys didn't blitz, and they two guys spied Lamar Jackson. Yeah. And Lamar, his breakdown shows Lamar looked totally befuddled yeah. by the defense and, like, didn't want to make the throws. Yeah. It's interesting. Brian Baldinger will join us. He's really, really does. I think he does such a terrific job. He was the first guy I noticed doing it, where after games, he would go down that night and the next day, and he would break down individual yeah. plays. And it's such a, a learning method. It's such a teaching method. I would watch, and I was just fascinated how what Brian was. I reached out to him. I'm like, this stuff is really, really interesting. I've never seen more A-gap conversations I'm fascinated by. So we'll have him on. I have a great parlay for you this weekend thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook. New users use the code HERD, H-E-R-D, when you download the app. It's quick and easy. Now for my parlay pick. Via the DraftKings Sportsbook, I'll take the Chiefs plus two in the Super Bowl against the Niners and under 47 and a half points. And Brock Purdy, under one and a half touchdown passes, he'll have one, but it's a low-scoring game. I think they'll lean on Christian McCaffrey. You want to take the Herd Parlay, check out DraftKings Sportsbook. New users, code is Herd H-E-R-D, when you download the app. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. See show notes for full details. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. 
800-789-7369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult 21 and older that dips, I'm going to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo Zero pouches. Black Buffalo's Zero pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA by American farmers for adult consumers. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. Black Buffalo Zero is all about the history and tradition of dip, but they understand the convenience and discretion modern-day consumers are looking for. Bold flavor, full pouches. Black Buffalo Zero pouches give you the versatility to consume discreetly but still keep the ritual with flavors Dippers Love. Mint, straight, wintergreen, peach, even blood orange, all proudly made right here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Great to have you in. Top of the hour, my Super Bowl pick, Greg Olson. Um, so there's been a lot of talk about Andy Reid retirement. I'm not quite sure what guys like Andy Reid retire to. I don't see him playing bridge at a country club and golfing six days a week. He's a thinker. I, I feel like I know Andy well enough that he, this whole designing and crafting offenses is something that really motivates him. But uh, he, he has been asked several times about it. I don't buy into it yet. And here was his response last night. If you win this Sunday, what are the likelihood that you might consider hanging up and then kind of going out on top, or are you set already that you will be back next year? Yeah, I, I haven't gone there. I don't think about that. Um, I'm, I'm tied up in the game and trying to take care of that. I'm sure somewhere I'll know when that time is. It's not today or uh, won't be Sunday. So, yeah. I've always had this sort of feeling that a defensive coach's, what is asked of him is different. A defensive coach wants his defense to play hard, fast, almost reckless without the penalties. Sell a vision and simplify things for younger players, especially now in the NFL where teams are getting younger and so are defenses because people are spending their money, the smart teams, on offense, veteran players. Defenses now are fast and young. That's the key. A defensive coach is heavy on repetition, simplifying things, certain messaging and motivation over and over. That is not the job of Andy Reid, Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVay, Kevin Stefanski, Kevin O'Connell, offensive coaches Sean Payton. 
It is cerebral. It is constantly adapting, evolving professionally, creating and designing plays. There's nothing simple about it. It's why McVeigh at 36 said he was burned out. And why Vrabel and Belichick, Zimmer, Vic Fangio, they can be in their 70s. They don't ever want to give it up. I think being an offensive coach is simply harder. More is demanded of you. How often do we bang on coaches on Monday on shows around the country for play calling? I don't know, every week of the football season? We bang on those offensive coaches for play design and a wrong group is in and why isn't this guy in and what kind of call is that? Defensive head coaches, just don't make a big mistake. We don't even judge a defensive coach for quarterback play. We fire the offensive coordinator. <laughs> we don't really blame the defensive coach. It's not his side of the ball. If a young quarterback doesn't grow, the mantra is, well, it sure works for Shane Steichen. You get compared very quickly. We don't compare Vrabel and Tomlin. We often stack up Reed, McVay, Shanahan, and Peyton. So I think the offensive game is much more complex. It's harder and more prone to burnout. And I think defensive coaching, it's hard to pull the whistle away. Motivation, simplification, play hard and fast, young defenses, don't make it too confusing. The offenses are getting older, the defenses are getting younger. So I could see Andy there saying, I'm a little burned out. But Pete Carroll and Belichick, they don't want you to take that whistle away. For Andy Reid, I'd be shocked if he was in his mid-70s coaching. I think this game for offensive coaches, the criticism, the stress, um, and also add to this, coaching Mahomes is different because he's so endlessly gifted. There's so many possibilities. You can't just mail it in. You can't bring back the same offense. You have to add layers and layers and layers. Do you have to add layers to Aiden Hutchison or T.J. Watt? Is that how you spend your offseason? It's how offensive coaches spend their offseason. Andy Reid has sent me plays he's designed for specific games, mostly to elevate the greatest quarterback currently playing on the planet. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. All right, Kyle Shanahan under the spotlight in the Super Bowl. They lost a fourth-quarter lead last time against Mahomes, and yeah. then, of course, he was the offensive coordinator in Atlanta when they blew the 28-3 lead against the uh, Patriots. Shanahan looking to take home the Lombardi. Here's what he had to say about how he would deal with another Super Bowl loss. I deal with it the same way if we win. I celebrate with our team. I celebrate with my families, and I move on with the rest of my life, which is being a father or son and coaching and working and doing all that. I mean, narrative, good or bad, is just a narrative. I just don't want regrets. I just I want to do everything that makes sense to myself, that makes sense for our team. And when you do that, that's what I have found. No matter how hard something is or good something is, um, you always keep perspective of what it really is. If you want to, if you want your perspective to be someone else's narrative, good luck being happy in life or successful. I like that. A little messaging, broad messaging. I like that. Well said. I like Shanahan a lot. Yeah, a there's lot. a lot to like there. Oh yeah. But this this idea. Oh, he's not a big game coach, Colin. He, he can't win the big one. Like, okay. Let's admit, he, what is he? He's By a young way, guy. He's like 40. And he lost to uh, Brady and then Mahomes in the Super Bowl. Yeah, by the again, way. Um, goes back to like our message. he lost the lead. Well, again, it, it's that you can say what you want about play calling. 
he's losing, like many golfers did, including Phil Mickelson, to Tiger. And like players Magic Johnson did at the end, to Michael. Like, sometimes it's not that you're not good enough. It's that, you know, for years, by the way, you know, Andy Reid would get to NFC Championships. Yeah. He got to a Super Bowl. And the roadblock, we put labels on people. They can't. They, sh they, they, they can't do that. They can't get there. What is the roadblock? If yeah. it's a historic, iconic, legendary, great player, but Muhammad Ali, you ever notice that George Foreman's second run was greater than his first in terms of popularity? His first run, there was a guy that, a little bit of a roadblock named Muhammad Ali in Zaire. <laughs> the second time George came back as an old man, the heavyweight division, much weaker, yeah. and George became the toast of the town. So it, it, he wasn't nearly as good a boxer as he was later, but the path was easier. I mean, same with Michael Jordan, right? He could not get through the Pistons and the Celtics. Those, those are two of the top ten teams yeah. ever, the Celtics. Yeah. Uh, the Pistons, bad boys, and the Celtics with Bird. Those are top, especially the Celtics and yeah. Bird. I mean, those are some of the top getting championship teams ever. Yeah. Now, people want to bag on, well, LeBron loses in the finals all the time. Jordan couldn't get to the finals. He couldn't get around the Pistons or Celtics. And then finally, you break through. Like, Shanahan's going to get there. He's going to have a long career. I, uh, again. Your boy, your boy wrote about Ethan Strauss wrote about it that uh, I like to say I'm the only guy on the Niners and everybody's on the Chiefs. I think with Shanahan breaks, so it's going to make Monday that much. Well, more they sweet have power. far more explosive offensive players, and so Kansas City's whole Sunday is limiting the mistakes on offense because it's a limited group and trying to slow down the greatest collection of offensive talent a team's arguably had. That's their role. San Francisco's like, if we play well offensively, we should score and win. If we play our game. Yeah, that's yeah. why they're favored, because offensively, you're looking... Kansas City's got a great defense. They don't have six Hall of Famers on it. San Francisco's offense has Hall of Famers everywhere on it. And Brandon Ayuk has popped in the last year. He's now in the Jamar Chase class. Well, I'll say, they're probably going to have Snead, uh, Snead on him a lot, right? Snead's very good. We've seen what he did to Tyreek I think Hill. he's arguably the best corner in the sport. Because he'll Sauce tackle. Sauce Gardner is still yeah, alive, I believe. He'll tackle. Well, Sauce doesn't like that tackle. He's sauce. no pile inspector like Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> Don't go there. Uh, all right, let's go to the Cowboys, who had a <laughs> deflating loss to the Packers to end their season. Many believe Mike McCarthy was on his way out, but Jerry Jones brought him back. Cowboys legend Emmett Smith believes Jerry Jones made the wrong decision. The team itself just did not show up. And, and I don't blame it all on the players. Uh, I think coach's job is to make sure the players are ready and put in a position to be successful. But our team just seem, seems to be lost. I mean, I, I just I cannot put my finger on why it looks so, so bad. So if that's the case, why is Dallas bringing back Mike McCarthy next year? Because I'm not a GM. And and to be honest with you, uh, I thought that that move would have been made uh, because of how bad it looked. So ask yourself this. The team in the NFC that represents the NFC is San Francisco. We would both acknowledge that's the best roster in the NFC. I made the argument this year, especially late, that Detroit's a young version of San Francisco. Left tackle, weapon, tight end, all great players. They're like 25. So those two teams end up representing the NFC. In my opinion, the best roster and the best young roster. 
Oh, by the way, Green Bay's got the best young roster in the NFC. That's indisputable. And they gave San Francisco a real threat. They did. So could I argue the three best rosters in the NFC? The best, the one that's going to be closest in Detroit, and the one that's not Detroit or San Francisco, but young, represented the NFC. In the AFC, the best roster was Baltimore. Second best is arguably Kansas City or Buffalo. And those felt like the three final teams. So we want to talk about Dallas. Dallas doesn't have Baltimore's roster. Well, they don't have they don't have Detroit's roster. They don't have San Francisco's hold roster. On, hold on, hold on, hold on. Who are their who's their fourth best player? If you if you stack up the Dallas roster compared like the top end guys, top ten guys, Dallas, Detroit, it's probably Dallas no. six, four, seven. No way. Oh, come on. Okay, Micah Parsons or Aiden Hutchinson. No, no, no. Micah Parsons. They had Dallas has two great players. Great players. C D Lamb. And Micah Parsons. Okay, wait, hold on, hold on. Trayvon Diggs, before he went down, was a, was on no, the All-Pro no, no. track. He, he did go down. He's better he, than any cornerback Detroit He did has. go down. He okay, fine. Stephon Gilmore, okay. better than Stephon any Stephon Gilmore is not a top 10 player if Detroit and Dallas stack their players. Okay. Hmm. So, Panay Sewell, better than any Cowboy okay. alignment. Yeah, I'll give you that. Sam Laporta, better than any tight end. Gibbs, Correct. better than any Dallas running back. Amaron St. Okay. Brown is certainly in the class of C.D. Lamb. No, C.D. Lamb's better. Okay. Amaron St. Brown. Both are elite. Aiden Hutchinson's elite. Maybe not Micah. He's elite. Branch, better than any Cowboy safety. You're talking about Wait. Detroit's got six Branch players in the league. That's not disputable. Six. Frank Ragnow, better center than anybody. So I could argue the two best offensive linemen are both Detroit. Best back Detroit. Best tight end Detroit. Best receiver well, close. Well, Demarcus Lawrence is excellent on the defensive line. He's, he's cut, cut below Aiden Hutchinson. Similar to St. Brown versus He's not CD considered Lamb. an elite edge rusher. I, I think... You're overstating Dallas's roster. They have two great players. They have two great players. That is it. Zach Martin, a guard. Old, good. Two great players. San Francisco's got six Hall of Famers. Wait, they wait, had Tyron, Tyron Smith still with the Cowboys? Is he still breathing? Is how many, he still alive? How many games does he start? I mean, he doesn't give you a season. Right. Three years ago, yeah, he started playing. That's a playing. fun off-season topic, Dallas versus Detroit. Dallas's talent is overstated. Two great players. When you got to use Stephon Gilmore in your arguments. He's better than any cornerback on the Lions by a mile. Cornerbacks don't decide games. Quarterbacks, coaching, you, offense, pass you rushers. You just said Legereus Sneed is a superstar. He's a good I gotta... think he's the best corner in the league. And he actually tackles. He he was 10th yeah. on my best players list. I put him 10th. So so definitely Lions. So you're saying Lions, Cowboys, Lions definitely better. I don't even think it's close. Right. I think the Detroit has six players that stack up center, left tackle, wide receiver, tight end, running back, that, and now branch its safety. And I also think Goff's a top 10 quarterback. Goff's a much better quarterback than Dak. That's not, he's, he's been to two NFC championships, been to a Super much Bowl. Much better. One's a number one pick, one's a fourth rounder. Like, the arm talent's not particularly close. <laughs> These are some hot takes I think, on Super Bowl I just Friday. think Dallas is, we're overstating. Mike McCarthy can't get this team to a Super Bowl. They're not a Super Bowl roster. They're not. 12-5, and five, three years in a row. Oh, no, 12-5 and five in a wanky division <laughs> in the NFC. Three teams made the playoffs. Try going 12-5 and five over in the AFC North. All right. Uh, final story is Russell Wilson. Uh, Colin, so earlier this season, there was a controversy that he was threatened by the Broncos to change the terms of his contract or risk being benched. Reports indicate the NFLPA believes Denver mistreated Russ 
and accuses the Broncos of illegal threats regarding his contract. This is starting to get messy for Sean Payton in Denver. I'm not saying this is Flores quite against the Dolphins. Remember how ugly that got? Um, this seems ugly. I don't. If you're Rust, how much do you fight this, or do you just say, you know, I'll make it go away. Just let me go. Well, I mean, NFLPA doesn't have a ton of power. It's not like a baseball. No, but this union. can be in the court of public opinion. This can make the Broncos look pretty bad. Colin, I think call people... the dual office, change your contract, or you're out of here. Like that's not cool. Yeah, you shouldn't be doing that. I, I think. I don't know how much. If I was Russell Wilson, I would rather be somewhere where I'm liked and supported. So I, I don't. You know, for me, I'd rather take less money if somebody really wanted me and wanted to build around me as a host or a quarterback. That's much more appealing than the most money available. You'd ideally like both. But, um, I mean, if I was Russell Wilson, I, my coach isn't into me. I, that's just not something I'd want to be part of. I'd rather go to Minnesota or somewhere, and I would try to get another offensive coach, but I don't... Without sacrificing like thirty plus million dollars, you're well, not walking away from thirty. Well, you don't. You're, you're, he's not going to have to do that. But I, again, I would restructure my contract, whatever made sense, to get into an environment with an offensive coach yeah. that could help me See, go to the next the level. Just a simple restructure. I don't think he's that appealing at thirty plus million dollars. Well, a year. Denver's going to, I would imagine, have to pay a majority of his contract to move off him. They might have to attach a draft pick to trade him away. Like well, it's. But again, if Denver with their what are their what's their pick like fourteen fifteen? If Denver grabs a Panix or a Bo Nix there, and then pays like seventy five percent of the contract, then you're fine. You don't want to pay all of that, but if you can pay seventy five and you hit on a mid first round quarterback who you don't pay for four years, that mitigates some of the pain. Yeah. It's not ideal, but it's that's why... It's not great for Russ. It, it, I feel bad for him because his career's been awesome. Uh, I think we could debate whether or not he's a Hall of Famer. I think he was incredible run. He was. Super Bowl, lost to Super Bowl. He's still, by the way, still good. There's no question he's a he, good... He had moments this Absolutely. year. He got them back in the playoff picture. No, he... Not quite what he was, but he's, he's certainly a starting quarterback in the NFL. That's indisputable. Yeah. Uh, J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. I got, I got to give the NFL credit. They had NFL honors last night. So Christian McCaffrey is the Offensive Player of the Year. Lamar Jackson won MVP. Uh, and NFL honors. You know, part of the reason the NFL is popular, there's no singular reason. There's not even two reasons. But I will say this. They're just better run than other sports. The NBA this week had their trade deadline during Super Bowl week. You couldn't move it? It's called a calendar. Use it. Baseball gives their awards out like weeks or months after the season. They give them out like not all on one day. It's so bizarre. It has zero buzz. The NFL and Roger Goodell, say what you want, has continually moved events. He's extended the draft. He's moved. Remember the draft didn't used to be this. Now the draft is longer. Now the free agency moved to March. They extended this. NFL honors, live TV show. Right before the Super Bowl, had all sorts of buzz. Baseball, NBA's trade deadline this week. You could have moved it. Though, it's the Super Bowl week. You're going to get no publicity. So, I just, it's one of these things where there's a lot of reasons that the NFL is king. Scarcity. Um, we can bet on it and do bet on it. It's the best sport on television. But some of it is they just make fewer mistakes than the other guys. It wasn't that long ago where network executives... Network executives at two major networks had to sit down with baseball's commissioner and leadership and tell them how to construct a schedule. 
Stop doing it by pencil in Cape Cod. That's how they did it for like 100 years. Put the best rivalries always on the weekends. You never have to do that with the NFL. They're constantly looking at a calendar. Christmas Day, NBA owns it. Not anymore. We'll put games on Christmas Day. By the way, here was actor-comedian uh, Keegan-Michael K last night at NFL Honors. You can bet on anything here, anything, even my monologue, right? For, for, for example, the odds of a joke about the Cowboys not making it past the wild card round, five to one, five to one. And of course, the biggest lock of the night, will we keep cutting to an influential blonde superstar? Hmm? You bet we will. Roger Goodell. <laughs> well done. Smartly timed. Look at the calendar. It's there to use. And sometimes work against other leagues. NFL's been brilliant with it. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, gang, this is Jay Glazer, host of Unbreakable, a mental wealth podcast. And every week we will have on leaders from sports entertainment like Sean McVay, Lindsey Vaughn, Michael Phelps, David Spade, Guy Fieri, and also those who can help us in between the ears. Anyone from a therapist to someone like Ed Milet or John Gordon. We've all been through some sort of adversity. To get to the top, we've all used different tools. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer and Mental Wealth Podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get podcasts. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit CCP. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult 21 and older that dips, I'm going to tell you about an American 
made success story and Black Buffalo Zero Pouches. Black Buffalo's Zero Pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA by American farmers for adult consumers. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. Black Buffalo Zero is all about the history and tradition of dip, but they understand the convenience and discretion modern-day consumers are looking for. Bold flavor, full pouches. Black Buffalo Zero pouches give you the versatility to consume discreetly but still keep the ritual with flavors Dippers Love, Mint, Straight, Wintergreen, Peach, even Blood Orange, all proudly made right here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. About the NFL is half the league is undrafted. Back in 1982, he was undrafted out of Duke and the Cowboys picked him up. They had 15 draft picks and 110 unrestricted free agents uh, um, were signed. One ended up having a big career. Our next guest, Brian Baldinger. How about that? Like a real life. It was a reality show back in 1982. Undrafted out of Duke. Hell of a career. He's joining us. He's got Baldy's breakdowns. We've talked about him before. They're very clever. All right. Two weeks to prepare, Baldy, on Kansas City and Mahomes. It's a limited receiving group. They led the NFL in drops. What in your career of watching, Andy? You work at NFL Films. You're up there all the time. What does Andy do with a buy that his records, I mean, it's incredible. Is he, is he take more chances, more explosion plays? What's Andy going to do? Well, he tinkers. He's the ultimate tinker. You know, if you sit down with a, a court of Haagen-Dazs at night and let Andy Reid just comb through film and ideas, he's going to come up with concepts. He's very, very creative. Uh, just like last week in the AFC Championship game where, you know, Travis Kelsey is catching these passes behind the line of scrimmage, and then he's got his blockers out front, and he's, he'll take all the four- to six- to eight-yard gains he could get. Ball never hit the ground. Um, I thought midseason, Colin, when they were struggling in offense, that they had everything it takes to become a really good power running football team, and they did. And we saw what Isaiah Pacheco did, and the line was really good. Creed Humphrey, Trey Smith, uh, Tooney, now Allegretti inside, as good a trio as there is. Andy really leaned on that. And then ultimately right now, and one of the reasons why they're at the doorstep here of another Super Bowl, is Patrick Mahomes is taking care of the football the last four weeks. Hadn't turned it over. Yeah. And uh, when you don't turn it over, and the way their defense has played, uh, they're going to get have a chance, a good chance, to win every game. We both know Spags is great, but I'm going to argue that I think Brett Veach has hit about six home runs on defense. I think they have the best corners, <laughs> and the corners will tackle. Yep. Their linebackers are fast. Yep. You just don't know much about them, whereas you know a Fred Warner. What does the film say when you look at Kansas City's defense? Is it scheme or personnel? It's both. It's both. Uh, I think uh, in just talking to Spags this week about the game, uh, he saw. He thought that uh, you give two weeks. Sometimes it's out of your context of you know you you can try to do too much. But what he tries to do is just the way Mike Shanahan's going to try and hit his explosive big plays. That's what Spags is trying to do with his blitz. And so way that they blitzed against Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, he told his corners, McDuffie, Legereus Sneed, Jalen Watson, Joshua Williams, you're going to have to hold up man-to-man, and they held up. But, you know, he's going to come after you in ways that most teams are afraid to, 
because they don't know if they're going to hold up on the back end. They just don't make mistakes. So what you talked about with Brett Veach, they had six rookies play last year, four started in the Super Bowl. Like, they're very smart players. Trent McDuffie could play inside, outside. He could play a dime linebacker. He can match up. Like, they're very multiple in some of the roles that they play. Uh, Kyle Shanahan's offense has made late-round draft picks at running back look like stars, but McCaffrey's a different-level player. What is it about Shanahan's run game, we know McCaffrey's great, that separates him from other offensive coaches? I'll be honest with you, Colin. It's, it's as simple a running game as there is in the league. When you strip it all down, he basically runs five plays. And, but they'll window dress it and dress it up one back, two back, full back, uh, you know, four wide receivers. So they, they give you a lot to look at. Every play, there's a motion and there's a shift. And so can they get you out of position? Can they um, create a numbers advantage at the point of attack? And really, McCaffrey, to use the old phrase, like he needs six inches of daylight. That's all he needs. He's not going to miss it. And then if you just watch him train in all of his videos and how he does it, even pregame warm-ups, that guy's balance, core strength, is second to none. So he's constantly breaking tackles, landing on one foot, jumping. Uh, and so it's really the ultimate back, especially when you consider he's got 11 catches in these two postseason games. And they run, pos- like, really formations with him that nobody else in the league runs. Teams are trying to copy it now. But they've expanded their formation package much bigger right now with Colin Cap- uh, with, with Christian McCaffrey. It, it's fitting that the great play designer has Debo Samuel, who I think is an all-time unique chess piece. It reminds me a little of the late Aaron Hernandez, where I talked to Patrick Chung once. He said, he's the hardest guy I guard, and I just guard him at practice. We don't know what to do with him. What yeah. do you make of Debo and his ascension? Well, I think that uh, he's one of these players that refuses to be tackled. And so he's very strong from the waist down. He was when he came out of college. And his ability to, to run it, to catch it, to catch it and run in a, from a variety of places is just unique. But I think he's the guy that gives this offense a level of toughness that no other player can provide. Kittle does it, does it, McCaffrey does it, but as soon as Debo touches the ball, it's like Barry Bonds up at the plate. Everybody just gets excited about what he's going to do with it. And in the open field at full speed, um, he's very difficult to tackle. And he turns, you know, he turns six-yard catches into 30-yard gains. And his yards after contact, as good as we have seen in this business. Finally, Joe Tooney's a great guard, may or may not play. There were times this year Mahomes didn't appear to trust his offensive tackles. How I, I still think it's a good old line. How do you judge these offensive lines? Well, I, I, I see how well they play together. So Nick Allegretti came in uh, last week for Joe Tooney against Baltimore, played very well, didn't see a drop-off. Uh, he's played multiple positions. He started at center. He's been a guard. He's been a tackle. So he's, he's their plug-and-play guy. He's been the third tight end when they want extra blockers. Uh, I think they'll be just fine. Uh, but Tooney is, you know, I mean, he just gave him stability inside. And sometimes, Colin, like you just want five guys with one brain. Yeah. And that's how Kansas City uh, has played – uh, throughout this, once they fixed this offensive line after their loss to Tampa, they literally fixed it in one off season, and I think it's uh, 
to the much chagrin to the rest of the league. So some teams just can't seem to do it at all. Yeah. No, that's a great point. We saw Buffalo, Pittsburgh for years. We're waiting for them to get the O-line right, and they did it in one year. By the way, McVay did a great job this year of quickly taking an offensive line with issues and lack of depth and giving you a top-12 no O-line. Okay, Baldy. Brian Baldinger, NFL Network, special eight-and-a-half-hour edition of NFL Game Day morning, Sunday starting at 9. He does just a terrific breakdown. He's got something on Lamar Jackson. Check out Baldy Breakdowns. Brian Baldinger, who in 1982, 110 UFAs for the Cowboys. One. One made it. <laughs> there he is right there. The first reality <laughs> show out of Duke undrafted. Yeah. All right. So Thanks, Baldy. I was the survivor. Yeah. I was the survivor, Colin. Thank you for having me. Appreciate you bet. It. Brian Baldinger, who does a really, really good job. Uh, he has that Lamar Jackson breakdown, as we said. I am still a believer that 27-year-old Lamar Jackson's fine. His Super Bowl window's open. Probably about four years with his running style. Get beat up a little bit. Banged up. Probably got four years left. I'll give you my Super Bowl pick. Top of uh, next hour. Greg Olson stops by as well. And uh, Jay Mack. I saw C.J. Stroud won Offensive uh, Rookie of the Year. That's not a surprise. And our blind resume Brock Purdy game, which you're smiling, so that means trouble for me. No, no. I, listen, I'm not cheating on it. I haven't seen it. Um, okay. It's just weird. I, I like an underdog. You like favorites. You like billionaires. I like the poor underdog, the <laughs> scrappy street hustler. You're, you're the big big guy. I'm, I'm rooting for the little guy. And Brock Purdy? I just had Baldy on. He was an undrafted uh, free agent. Uh, underdog, yeah. Well, Go back it. to 82, Cowboys draft class. <clears throat> And all their undrafted free agents. One guy had a career. Big career. That guy. Third. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. All Decovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Decovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. I love it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. Stores are great, but it's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.